Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Welcome to the Ads Maven. I'm Jen Posick, and I am so excited because today we have a guest, uh, my friend Serena Korea, who um, I'm just going to tell you just a little bit about her, and then we're going to bring her on. So um, she is a creative entrepreneur from Tampa, Florida, so Tampa Bay, just like me. Um, she's the owner and founder of Pixie Dust Paint Company. Shabby Divas Paint Club, and The Social Divas. She's owned six creative businesses in 22 years, of which three of them she sold. And currently, her focus is mentoring and coaching creative women on how to take their crafty passion and turn it into a profitable stream of revenue through social media marketing, as well as building courses, workshops, and membership groups. So she's personally created over 35, this is crazy, 35 evergreen courses, has five monetized Facebook groups, and runs two successful successful membership groups. So when it comes to running a successful creative business, there isn't a stone that she hasn't unturned. When she's not helping creatives run empires, she's a mom to a 12-year-old human boy, two pugs, and a golden doodle. And in her free time, she loves home DIY projects and remodeling her 1980s urban farmhouse, traveling with her awesome and amazing husband, and volunteering for local nonprofits. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you today. I know. Oh, my gosh. So... Can I share a little bit about how we how we met? Sure. Yeah, no, it's a funny story, so go for it. Yeah. So a few months ago I was um I've talked all about it on the show. I was at Amy Porfield's live event, Entrepreneur Experience, and Jasmine Starr spoke um during that. And I really loved what she had to say. You can hear all about it in the episodes that I did about um about the event. And I decided to join her social curator group, which gives a ton of good information. Um, it gives like suggested, uh, captions for every day of the month. It gives some suggested photos and it gives them like trainings and stuff. And there's also a private Facebook group for it. And in the group, I had seen some, oh, you know what it was? I had seen the event. There was like a event meetup in um, right. Tennessee, Nashville. Yeah. yeah, Nashville. Yep. Yeah, and the event had something about like where are you located? So like I started going through an old older thread about um, meetups, and I found Serena in the comments saying that she was from Tampa Bay, and commented there, and we started chatting. And do you want to tell about, like, your part of it? Because I feel like... Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm actually, here I am. I'm coming back from Nashville. And I'm on a, you know, playing back to Tampa. And, you know, as a creative and actually also as a business owner, you hit those moments in your life, like, why am I doing this? 
like, what's my purpose? Like, why am I like, you know, and my, my spiritual beliefs, I'm like, hey, can you just send me a sign and know that I'm supposed to be doing this? I'm on this track and this is what I'm supposed, you know, I'm supposed to be helping creatives grow their business and I'm not supposed to be opening up nonprofit dog rescue organizations. Just tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and literally, I, I, I wish I, I can't even make this up. I actually, at that moment, I get two messages. I get a DM from Jasmine Starr that says, hey, boo, keep doing your thing. And then oh 13 gosh. seconds later, I get a message from Jen saying, oh, my God, I, we need to hook up. I think we're, like, in the same circle and blah, blah, blah. And, and then we start chatting and come to find out that we have, like, kind of sort of crossed paths for many years and just never really knew it. Like, just never really. So if that is not a sign, I don't know what is. So it was just, like, meant to be. And then a couple of weeks later, we had lunch and, hey, the rest is history. I know. And it was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. So you do like all the things. Um, Do you want to just talk a little bit about how you got started? And yeah. yeah. So uh, I grew up with parents who were creatives. You know, they were um, my father was a cabinet maker and my mother was a florist who also had like all kinds of like hobbies on the side. And so growing up, it was kind of I was never artistic. So a lot of people think that if you're creative, you're artistic. I have zero artistic ability. Um, but I am That's creative. That's really I will interesting. Make, yeah. I will make something out of nothing. Um, and then I will take everybody else's ideas and turn them into my own. And that's what creatives do. Like, we see things, I think, in a different light. We're squirrely. We can't finish anything. We're, you know, I can come up with a hundred <laughs> things that we are and we are. It's just true. And um, so I started painting furniture when I was about 11 years old. And I remember this because it was spring break. And I decided that I was going to paint my cherry wood bedroom set in peaches and cream. Okay. Now, I was like Martha Stewart. I was ready to give Martha Stewart a run for her money, and this is like mid-'80s. And I remember my mother coming home, and let's just say I, oh, still, no. have a mark on, I still have a mark on my leg from it. So oh, my, um, my first attempt at painting <laughs> furniture, I was not – it was not well-received by my parents, let's say that. And um, so then I just started – you know, I would just find junk – and I would just like fix it up. And in the summertime, we lived in really rural Oregon. And in the summertime, my brother and I would sell it at like garage sales and tag, like go to my grandparents and sell it in the front yard. It was just crazy. So my first um, creative business, like a real like actual business, was when I was going to college. I moved to Florida, and this was in the late like late nineties. And I didn't, you know, you're putting yourself through college. I didn't have a lot of money, and I started painting mailboxes in. Um, down in South Tampa, you can still drive around today and see painted mailboxes that I painted back then. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> yes. so cool! I listen. I painted mailboxes, and then I also started um, a business where I made dog couture clothing. Um, I've always had pugs, and a lot of people are like, "This is so weird," but it is, and you have no idea how big the dog clothing industry is. And that yeah, was totally really like. Okay, that was my shining moment um, right there. We had developed a pattern. I had a sewing partner. We developed a pattern that fit just pugs and, like, and French French bulldogs and bulldogs because they're kind of fat and they're, like, awkward and whatnot. 
So I have been in like several right. bog magazines and I did a huge wedding in San Francisco many years ago with, it was like a big pug fundraiser. And I'm, I was basically the Vera Wang of dog wedding dresses. <laughs> oh my goodness. I did that for many, many, many years. I finally sold off that business, that brand. Um, and then, you know, just got back into painting uh, probably about 10 years ago. Uh, started a paint company. Um, I just woke up one day and said, hey, I want to, like, make paint. Um, but we make actually paint additives, and that's see that's paint company launched in 2013. And it was just kind of like this. At the time, there's only, like, two brands of chalk paints out on the market. They were extremely expensive, about $40 a quart. And I was like, listen, what if I could, like, make an additive that went into the paint that made it chalk paint so I didn't have to spend a ton of money? And um, I guess you could say the rest is history. So um, anyway, so that has been, yeah, so the paint company is super fun. And then I just, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the chalk paint, though, because when you first, like, I didn't understand what you were talking about when you were first talking about this. Because I, I don't know, maybe I am a little creative, but I I don't consider myself a creative. When you're talking about, like, chalk paints, can you tell me a little bit more about what you mean? by that sure yeah yeah right yeah so chalk paint is actually what you typically use to paint furniture um so there's a lot of great furniture pieces that that were you know built in the 70s and 80s but they have terrible finishes on them and a lot of times they can't be stripped down and so we have just found that um you can actually make these amazing pieces over with a little bit of paint the problem is using everyday latex household paint uh, latex actually has an acrylic additive to it that causes the paint to peel. And chalk paint oh. is a chalk-based paint, and therefore it doesn't – while some of them still contain some acrylic bases in them, uh, most chalk paints, uh, true chalk and clay paints, do not. And so it allows a really amazing adhesion to a surface, yeah. whether it's cabinets in your kitchen, your bathroom, furniture, whatnot. So it creates this, like, very durable um, paint. The problem with the paint, it's just really expensive. And, you know, so trying to find, like, alternative resources, um, you know, to cut your budget when you're painting a lot, you know, figure if you paint a kitchen, you know, ideally I don't want to spend $250 in paint, you know. Right. So, and so that's just where I started breaking down. There were at the time there were two big paint companies, um, and I pulled their they're called MSDS sheets. I pulled their chemical sheets to find out what was in the paint, and I started to break it down and came up with literally an organic, all natural, uh, a powder and a liquid so cool. that you can add. Oh, wow! And it works best with sample paints because sample paints that you buy like at Home Depot or Sherwin Williams. They don't have the all the additives in the paint because they're meant to be samples and not really wall paint. Oh, so those are the most ideal paints to use. Yeah, and so it works for painting like nonsense. furniture. Yeah, yeah, and so basically we make paint wow. magical. So that's so cool. Now, okay, so I had to like go to your page to actually see what you were talking about because the way that you paint furniture, it's not like. Oh, just like painted a color, like yeah. I, like I feel. Can you explain a little bit more about that and tell people yeah. like where to go to like for some examples? Because it's so much cooler than I could have imagined, honestly. 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's two different, I don't really, when somebody says what's your style or what's your technique, first of all, my style, my technique is I teach. So my goal, like, and my pieces that I paint and probably most of the pieces that you're looking at are pieces that I've painted to teach people how to use color outside of the box. So if you go to, like, Shabby Davis Paint Club, you'll see a lot of my stuff on there because that's my teaching site. Um, that's where, that's one of my membership groups, my first membership group that I launched to teach people how to develop their own techniques and get out of the fear of painting everything white. And um, mm. so it just becomes a lot of experimentation with color. And even every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know about these colors. Like, And then I'm like, nope, I just got to go with it because that's exactly what I'm going to tell my girls is like, I just got to go with that. And um you know, and some things are not for everybody. Like, I did this wild, crazy door that was five different colors. Um, it was very, like, boho, very rich jewel tones. I literally packed this door to the middle of the swamp over at Lettuce Lake Park in the middle of the swamp to photograph this um, door because <laughs> I was like, this door needs to be in a swamp. Like, I just had this, like, vision of this whimsical door in the middle of the swamp, and I did it. So we did it. Um, but, yeah, I love blending. Yeah, I just I just like showing people that, you know, it's okay to be a little bit different. And it's okay to get outside of painting everything white. Like, the world is so much yeah. prettier with color. And, um, yeah, so I basically just break it down so that they can learn how to pick colors. And because there's a whole science that goes into colors, entire science behind That's it. That's so cool. So, Ugh, I yeah. love it. Okay, so we are we need to take a break real quick. When we get okay. back, can we talk a little bit about your paint club and then also yeah. all about social details? Yeah, of course. Right. I would love to. Awesome. That would be awesome. So, yay. Awesome. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, and my awesome guest, Serena Korea, on the Inspired Choices Network. So we will be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is marketing creative businesses with my guest, Serena Correa. All right, so Serena, we were talking all about your pixie dust paint company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point that you also included a uh, paint club. Yep. So how did that come about? So I had um, my mother ended up moving to Florida in um, 2013, and we opened up a brick and mortar because that's kind of the business that she knew. And basically I did it so that she'd leave me alone and I could have my life and she could have hers. It didn't work out that way at all. <laughs> um, at all. And I started teaching a lot in the brick and mortar because people were always like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. I want to do that. And I, I had done some teaching prior to that. I just never really gave it like a thought that you could actually, I mean, you can make money doing anything. Literally, you can make money doing anything. But I just didn't really put much thought into it. And then with the brick and mortar, I just started teaching to the point where it became like a six-figure year business, just teaching, not the brick and mortar, not anything else. And I was like, this is not, this is a little tiny town. Um, You probably know it was Palo Beach. Um, just, you know, south right. of the Tampa Bay area, tiny little community. We're not talking about Tampa where you have 300,000 people. This is a little tiny community. And they just wanted more and more and more. Well, it got to a point where more and more and more was not fitting with my home life. <laughs> and gotcha. uh, we ended up selling. We sold the brick and mortar. Um, and we sold that brand off. And then in, let's see, I think it was like last summer, so July of 2018, I said, you know what, I'm going to teach people how to paint from my living room. I want to teach them all the things that they need to, like, flip furniture and get more money for their pieces um, to have beautiful home decor, just depending, because my, the people who buy my paint products are also people who want to learn. So I already had this amazing market to tap into. I had another paint group mm. on Facebook with 8,200 8, people in the paint techniques group. Oh, my God. Because, in, yeah, in that five years, I had monetized three Facebook groups with techniques. Hey, buy a technique. I'll do a gotcha. five. Oh, then they have to buy the paints. And I was just like, when, when? And today that is still being sold to this day. They still buy into that group. They still buy the paints and they still buy the technique for that. And um, so, you know, with membership groups, I really wanted to try my hand to the membership group. And I didn't know what to expect. And everyone's like, you know, you're not going to have any success unless it's $29 a month. And I said, you know what? I want something because I like pushing buttons as a creative. Um, (laughs) I'm going to push some buttons. And I'm going to create the $5 paint club. I'm going to have a jingle. So we launched in September of 2018, I had nothing done, right? No tutorials made, no nothing done. Right. I launched a membership group with a jingle because I wanted to launch a group. I did because I wanted to teach for them. And if I said, here, here's what you're going to learn. How fun is that? So the people started joining. I'm like, okay, what do you guys want to learn first? And they told me. Mm. And I was like, and so every single month I give them what they want. They're paying me every single month. Now, what I've right. found out since then, which is really interesting, 
in the paint world, something I didn't think about is that people oftentimes don't want to join a membership group for paint. They only want to learn one thing. They don't want to learn month after month after month. They just like, oh, I want to know how to do an ombre, or I want to know how to paint that door, or I want to know that. Okay. So the membership, while it's been very successful and still going strong today, I've had over 10,000 course enrollments for individual courses. Oh, my gosh. Versus 315 membership enrollments. The numbers are staggering. Like, isn't that crazy? Interesting. Yeah. Crazy. So I learned a lot from that. I learned that, hey, you know what? Maybe it's in courses. But I wasn't willing to give up because I did go on and launch my second membership group, which is a completely different type of membership group. So I am learning as I'm going of what works right. and doesn't work because the creative mind is very different than a business mind. Right. <laughs> that is true. So, so what's the second yes. type of membership group? That would be the social divas. So that would be okay. um, the social divas. And so, you know, that basically came about with because of my team club. They were like, Serena, but we don't know how to use Instagram or we don't know how to use Facebook. I'm like, what do you mean you know how to use Facebook? Like, to me, that's just a (laughs) no-brainer. I didn't realize that things that I had been doing for years, that they didn't even have a clue existed. So I think that sometimes, and you probably see that. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you probably see that yourself, that, what do you mean you don't know that? (laughs) Right. It's so obvious to us, because we do it every day, that to them... They didn't, and um, that's how the Social Divas was born. Actually, it was born because we thought they needed content. We thought that they gotcha. needed content for their social pages, and we realized that content's great, but you got to know how to post it. Gotcha. But you also do provide content with for Social yes. Divas, too. Yes. Yeah, we so do cool. provide content. So with the Social Divas, so my Fiber Out Paint Club is still running strong. I'm learning from them every single month. They're learning from me every month. It's an amazing marriage, amazing partnership on all things. They're huge. You know, they're just big supporters. Everything I do, they're like, Serena, like, they just always are, like, so positive, and I love that group. But then again, they only pay five bucks a month to be there. So, <laughs> of course, they don't want <laughs> it to go anywhere. You know, it's like a win-win right. for them. But so with the social divas in January, I went to I have a good friend who she's done all my blogging and all my Instagram for me for the last four years. She knows my business like inside and out. So I want people to know too that just I have all these businesses, but it's not a solo run gig. I mean there's no way that one right. person can do all of this. <laughs> there's no way. So as much as right. we'd love to, there's no way. I value my family too much for that. So in January, I went to um, Shaughnessy, who's done all of my, um, you know, past blogging and stuff. And I said, hey, I've got this idea, but I need your help. And um, mm. so we went in and we partnered up and to launch the Social Divas. And we really thought that we were just going to provide blocks of content each month so creatives had more time to focus on the product and less time yeah. focusing on creating content for social pages. And we launched in March, and we, you know, we had, we wanted 20 people to join, kind of like our test beta run, and we got 20 right off the bat, actually, I think we got 25, and then we realized, like, oh, man, we opened up a huge can of worms, 
they they didn't know how to do anything. Like they didn't know how to post on Facebook. They didn't know how to schedule a post. They didn't know how to post on Instagram. They didn't know how to go live. They didn't. And I'm like, I looked oh, wow. Sean and I said, um, I think we opened up a huge can of worms here and we're just going to take it and we're going to run with it. And I started building courses yeah. for them. <clears throat> so I have inside that group, we have 70 amazing women um, that I mentor every nice. single day and they're a huge part of my life. And we consider them like business partners. Like we consider, like I tell them, I want to be your partner in your business. I'm not just here to like mentor you and right. coach you. I want to be your business partner. I want to know everything about your business because I can't help you if I don't know everything about mm. it. But what's good is that they feed me the content that I need for my next launch, that my next course, my next, you know, because right. I take all of their questions. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I've been able to build two huge signature courses, one launching um, here in a couple of weeks um, from them. And just be able, yeah, so I'm crazy excited about that. And I've done over 100, I think the number is 115 tutorials I've made for them in the last three months. Oh, my gosh. So, wait, I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) Say that again. In the last how many months? (laughs) And three months, I've made them 115 tutorials. So, and these tutorials are like, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't sleep so much. I'm sorry. You know, there's like 30 days in a month. Yes. You've made right. more than one a day. That's yes, in super easy. I only need 20 minutes to do it. I get on Loom, I get my screen oh my up, I get my headphones on, and in 20 minutes, done. I have it done, and it's banked forever. And I never have to answer that question again. And I just tell them, oh, that's on your dashboard. Oh, that's in your mastermind. Oh, that's in the thing. I don't have to do it over and over and over. It's already done. Yeah. So anytime something comes to my mind, I get get on Loom and I get it recorded. So smart. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I need to take some notes from you about this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So what are the things that you're like creating tutorials on? You're not creating so, slides, like you're just going in and doing it, right? Yeah, like so I've got all kinds of like and I, I've talked to you about them. Like I have Facebook hacks on how to like segment certain followers and tap into markets and stuff that follow you on Facebook. I've give I've made oh gosh, I did a huge one that was literally how to start start your Shopify. So Shopify is the platform that I use for my paint company. I only teach uh-huh. them things that I personally use. So that's my rule of thumb. Um, anything that Makes I sense. don't use, I bring in an expert for that. Um, so I gotcha. made them like an entire Shopify tutorial, step by step by step. And it's broken down into like probably 20 parts. I broke down a okay. interest marketing plan for them and probably another, you know, 10 or 15 parts, Tailwind, um, which is another program that we use for Pinterest. Pinterest is a big part of my business. Oh, um, gotcha. So we spend a lot of time on Pinterest. Um, yeah, just okay. about anything and everything. So mini chats, um, did a tutorial on mini chats. At least, hey, at least just get it set up for now. We don't need to use it right now. Let's just get it set up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. Okay, so we have another break coming up. 
Um, when yeah. we get back, though, can we talk a little bit more about Pinterest and what you do with that, as Ooh, well yeah. as what you are launching coming up? Because I want to hear more about okay. it. And I know some of my people are creative, and so I feel mm-hmm. like I feel, I feel like they, they absolutely need to tap into your world. Because yeah. All right. So you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Pasick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pasick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Pasek, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today, our show topic is marketing creative businesses with my guest, Serena Korea. All right. So, Serena, will you talk to me more about Pinterest? Because I have to tell you, yes. Pinterest is not really an area that I do much with. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should. Oh, my gosh, you should. So, think about Pinterest, first of all. A lot of people think that Pinterest is a social media platform. Pinterest is not a social media platform. Pinterest is a visual right. search engine of which you control. So, unlike Google... I mean, yeah, you can put up some photos in your blog and hope that Google will pick up those photos at some point in the metadata, um, big fancy word there. But um, with Pinterest, it's all about keywords, keywords that we control. And so when you have a creative business, well, what do you get on Pinterest for? You get on Pinterest for ideas. Why would your, you know, why not have your ideas or your products or your services be part of that? When I want to learn how to do something, you know where I go? I go to Pinterest because bloggers have taken the time to pin their blog post there. And so I know that I'm going to get like some, I'm not going to get Entrepreneur Magazine. I know that I may get, you know, the, the mompreneur that I, and that's who I speak to. They speak my language. Entrepreneur doesn't speak my language. So I mm. go to Pinterest for that. But as a business owner, with every single thing I do, um, everything that I create, I try to create three to five, and they're called pin graphics, three to five pin graphics that pin back to that project or that tutorial because that's how I sell my classes. And people get on Pinterest because they want to know how to do things. Well, if I can sell them something for five or ten bucks, a lot of people, when it comes to five and ten dollars, they don't think twice about purchasing. Well, you get 10,000 right. people buying that, and hey, suddenly that was worth my time. Um, so Pinterest, one of the things that people forget with Pinterest is they're like, oh, well, I just have these pin boards and I just pin them. That's great, but the strategy behind those pin boards is that they need to be keywords. Let's say you go into Google. Paint, 
painting furniture ideas. Well, guess where Google's going to go? They're going to go right to Pinterest, Pinterest immediately. Yeah. Yes, immediately. And you need to have a board called painted furniture ideas because that's what Google's mm. looking for. They're looking for the names of these boards. A lot of people are like, you know, my fun recipes or, you know, my wedding plans or whatever. Okay, well, if you're growing a business, it's fine if you're just, you know, Sally at home pinning. But if you're trying to grow in business on Pinterest, the names of your boards is what drives your business. And so okay. I'm, just, I'm a program called Tailwind. And Tailwind's great because I will get a, and I'll spend two hours on a Saturday and I will schedule six to eight weeks worth of Pinterest posts. So I don't even have to think about it. Don't even have to think about it. So the thing with okay. Pinterest is the more you give, the more you share other people's pins, the more Pinterest gives you. So I kind of look at take it as a 50-50 approach that you really need to have to share other people's pins. You need to pin them on your board. So for every two pins you make on your board, you need to pin four of somebody else's. Oh, so okay. That's how, Pinterest, that's how Pinterest works. So two for me, four for you. Two for me, four for you. And so when you start thinking about that, because that's what keeps Pinterest going, are people having repens. I'm pushing somewhere around, um, on a monthly basis, on a low month, around 200,000 monthly views. Um, I can have okay. up to about 950,000 monthly engagements. When was the last time you had that on Facebook? Oh, and my I don't gosh. And I'll pay a single penny for yeah, it. Yeah, like never. And I'll pay a single penny for it. Yeah, so I have several divas that I've actually coach, that's why I call my, my coaching ladies, that have really like strong Pinterest products, of products that I think, like I see the product, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a Pinterest product, that I've been able to get them to the okay. two to four million pin, like two to four million monthly views right around there. So I it guess. just depends on like how much time you're willing to like. That's amazing. It requires time. It requires time for sure. Yeah. Okay. So a few questions. Um, yeah. Does Tailwind help you to find pins to repin? Yes. Yep. They'll make okay, suggestions based and then, on their keywords. Oh, interesting. Okay. Cool. I've heard of Tailwind, but honestly, I've I haven't used it before. Um, is it free to to start with them? Um, it is free to start with them. I think up to 100 pins is free. And then after that, it's very affordable at $15 a month. So considering what it does gotcha. for the amount of time it saves, it's pretty, it's very affordable. Cool. Okay. So I, it's super clear that for like creative businesses, Pinterest makes a ton of sense. Do you think that it yeah. makes, it would make sense for a business like mine where it's like, Coaching absolutely. with Facebook and Instagram ads. Yeah. Okay. Can I mean, you tell me? Can you because, tell me more about yeah. why and how? And <laughs> first of all, it's a search engine. Um, so I know that when I go to Pinterest, and I go to Pinterest before Google. So as a creative, we think differently. Um, first of all, when I go to Google and search something, let's say I'm going, um, you know, how to create a Facebook ad. Okay, if I go to Google for that, you know who I'm going to get? I'm going to get Hootsuite. I'm going to get all of these. They're trying to sell me a program. Right. 
Now, what I will do is I'll go to Pinterest and I'll type in Facebook ads, how to do Facebook ads. I try to keep the I try to keep my keywords a little shorter on Pinterest than I would in Google just because a lot of people when they're putting their keywords in they just don't they think one and two words basically where Google it's a little okay. different. And I will go in there. And so I actually have a board on my Pinterest um site. It's under Shabby Divas and you guys can go stock it if you want to. Um, you can go in there and you can see I actually have a board, social media for creatives, and I pin tons of stuff in there from other creatives that or people like you on Facebook ads or, you know, understanding Instagram or wherever I get, um, you know, my knowledge from. I will repin that because I like to cite those because when I'm talking to my ladies and my coaching group, I like to tell them, like, hey, here's a great thing. Like, I'll share it with them. I have no problem sharing other people's you know, their knowledge, because if it's not knowledge that I have, yeah, you know, you need to share that. So. Interesting. Okay. So that makes sense. I feel like now I need to start. Okay. So <laughs> if I was to start paying some attention to Pinterest, what, like, what would you suggest that I start off doing first? Like, should I, can you schedule with Pinterest directly or only with something like Tailwind? No, they're working on it, but they have a pretty close partnership with Tailwind. Um, I do, be- I do okay. think that there might be a scheduled post feature in there, but it does not even compare to like Tailwind. Um, so okay. if you're just starting out, for you, you have content. So you have a website. Right. And so you should just, all you have to do, and you can just get on your website. You know, if you're using Tailwind, Tailwind, you just hit the little, literally is like looks like a little tail with some wind going through it um you just hit that and it'll pull over all your images from your website you start there first and then make sure you put them in the proper things like your um your headshot photo you could actually tag that as like personal branding photo because people are on there looking for personal branding things and then it would lead back to your site Oh. oh look at this if i'm looking for personal branding then of course I'm going to need Facebook ads at some point, right? Yeah. So you got to be able to like think like outside the box a little okay. bit. But you have, yeah, you have all these podcasts. You have the the you know the this radio show. You get on Canva, create a pin graphic. A lot of they give you like great templates to work with, and then you can go and create a pin yeah. graphic for your show, and then it just one leads to the next and leads to the next. It's really, I oh my gosh, it's very easy. It's way, it's way easier than Facebook ads. So if you got Facebook ads now, it's way easier than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so I have one more Pinterest question. So I know you do all of this for free. Now, back when Pinterest ads first came out, I tried them. Um, and then I tried them oh, again awesome. when they became a little bit more <laughs> sophisticated. But it has been yeah. a while. Now, Back when mm-hmm. I tried them, I, for Facebook ads, this was for my family's business, I was getting our leads for around a dollar a person um, for Facebook. Right. Now, with Pinterest, they were about $5 a person. Do yeah. you run yeah. Pinterest ads or can you talk Zero. a little bit about Never ads? a day in my life. Never. Okay. I just feel like if you have good, sustainable content on Pinterest, now, there is going to come a point when Pinterest wants you to make money and they want to make money off of you. You know, I get it all the time. Hey, we can boost this thing. I, to be honest, I haven't really, 
I don't know how do I say this. I have all the business I can handle. Thank you, Pinterest. You know, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) you know, like right now with everything we have in place, there might come that point when that's like, okay, we have somebody else who's handling, but maybe I have somebody else who's handling this side of my business. So let's run some Pinterest ads because we can accommodate more business right now. You know, so it's kind of like a twofold. Part of me is a fear. Um, am I going to get more business than we can handle? Um, and I know that sounds like a really bad problem to have, <laughs> gotcha. but it, it is a bad problem to have because it, it creates a real cramp in your entire operational procedures, you know, when you're on a yeah. certain, you know, I know what to expect nope, business-wise. Yeah, I sure I want more business, but it means you have to hire somebody else. And, and it, I don't want to be in the HR business. So, um, but yeah, no, a Pinterest, I've heard great. Yeah, okay. and I kind of feel like right now with Pinterest ads, I kind of feel like they're for, like, big companies. I don't know why I feel like that, like Nikes and Adidas and whatnot. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, all right. I'm I'm committing to paying a little bit more attention to Pinterest and seeing what mm-hmm. I can do with that. I'm That's so exciting. I honestly, like, yeah, I have not paid attention to Pinterest in a long time. All right. Shame on you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I will now. I will. All right. So I know you're also in the middle. You're going to start launching something soon. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, on December 26th, we're launching our Passion to Profit course. It's a 12-week course on basically teaching creatives how to turn their current passion, whether they have a product-based business or a service-based business like teaching, how to turn that into courses, workshops, and maybe a membership group. Membership groups aren't for everybody because of that. You're always in content creation mode, but it's giving them like all the tools that they need to make that happen. We're doing everything from, you know, my husband's a six-time Emmy-nominated editor, um, TV editor, so he's done a TV you know, the the video editing side. I've got a lady coming in to do the copywriting side. Um, I've got a branding expert coming in. I've got this, like, ads maven lady coming in, um, you know, to do a little <laughs> thing on Facebook ads. <laughs> um, and then basically all the tools that they possibly need to launch into courses, workshops, and memberships. Because I really think once you get the work done, it is, it's pseudo-passive income. You know, like it still requires you to work mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's not like yeah. you're having to sell spots to a course every week or to a class every week. It's like, you know, you can get right. that on that, that evergreen cycle. And um, I think that creatives need to find that. I, I think that our millennial generation, I love our millennials, but our millennial generation is the loneliest generation we've ever had. They didn't have grandmothers to teach them how to sew. They didn't have the grandmothers to teach them how to bake. They didn't have the mothers to teach them that either because they were too busy mm. working. Um, or they didn't have the knowledge themselves because their moms didn't teach them. And so this generation is a generation that loves learning from home. And here we are. We're in our yeah. you know, mid-40s to mid-60s. And some of us have those skills. I know how to sew and I know how to bake and I know how to do all of these things. So why not teach you how to do that? You like to be home. Mm. I like to teach from home. And it's a perfect marriage. And I want I want to get creative thinking yeah. in that sense, that there's an entire market out there that needs to be tapped. 
That's awesome. So creating courses and everything so that you're teaching how to do it. I love it. Okay, so we have another break coming up. Um, When we get back, can we talk a little bit more about that and um, how people can get more information and all of those things? Um, All right. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue talking with... Serena Korea, all about marketing creative businesses. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so we were talking with Serena all about um, oh gosh, tell me again the name of the of what's coming out. Yeah, so the name of the course so, um, launching our pre launch is uh, December twenty sixth. Um, class starts January twentieth, so one twenty twenty. Easy to remember, but it's called Passion to Profit, and it's nice. really just like how to take your passion as a creative, yeah, and turn it into some serious profit because. Let's face it, creating a knitting hat to go to the market between, you know, October and December is the worst gig in the entire world. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> who wants to do that? I would rather, I would rather, like, I, right. so my idea is, like, to try to teach them, and it's so funny, I just did a Facebook Live on this last night, like, teaching them how to level out their income throughout the year. So they're not, like, you know, they're like right now they're in major mm-hmm. sale mode because of the holidays and whatnot. January comes and then they're in depression mode and they're in depression mode until like July when they start working on fall and then they don't stop until the end of the year. And I really want to like, as a creative, oh, wow. I know those feelings. I know what that feels like. And so I would rather teach them how to like stabilize their income throughout the year with this and look in a different way. Like why would you make one hat when you can teach it's the same amount of time it takes to take that one hat. You can teach 200 how to make that hat. Mm. You're going to make a lot more money yeah. that way. You know, like, it's a lot more rewarding, yeah. too. But I think some creatives that I have come across have a really, really hard time. They think that their gift or their skill or their knowledge, they don't want to share it with anyone. That's why people are going to steal their ideas. But no idea is an original idea. Mm. It's all been done before. You know, it's, right. it's all been done. And so yeah. when you when you can get out of that, you know, when you can get out of that mindset, you think I'm the first person to paint furniture? Like, you know, there's I'm in a group of 250,000 <laughs> furniture right. painters. Like, I'm just one of I'm just one of many. So, um, no, I mean, there's a lot of people who do what you do, 
but there's also only one of you. You're the only one who does it the way that you do it. And so creatives need to realize that the more you share, the more you're going to get in return, not just the money, but also, you know, and the feeling of like, why I've actually taught somebody how to do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's the case for everybody and like every business. I mean, it's true too with like Facebook and Instagram ads. Like there's like thousands of people that do the same thing, you know, (laughs) but it's like everybody does things differently because that's, who you are, yeah. So, okay. Right, so when there's you're only one about John. creative. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, so when you're talking <laughs> about creatives, um, what are, like, the ranges of things that you have, like, um, people in your world that, like, what are the, all the different things that mm-hmm. they do? Right, so aside from, you know, furniture artists, which tend to be, I would say 50% of my current following, although it's broadening out, I get a lot of um, uh, brick-and-mortar owners that are struggling to make rent every month, um, a lot of sign makers, gotcha. a lot of jewelry makers. I even have in my in my coaching group, I have um, four ladies who do uh, multi-level marketing um, just because they needed help with social media. Huh. And then they realized, oh, my gosh. I yeah. Can. And so that's been a challenge for me. Because to me, multi-level marketing is another stream of revenue. I'm a firm believer in having seven streams of revenue coming into your business. Yeah. And multi-level marketing is like another stream of revenue. And so I'm actually kind of a fan of multi-level marketing if it's done right. Um, so, yeah, they kind of yeah. come from all walks of life. I had a lady who was like, hey, you know, I just want to make wreaths on my basement. And I start talking to her because I wasn't feeling it from her. I wasn't feeling that wreath making was her passion. And I said, why don't you tell me what you do in the daytime? And she works with, um, she basically works with high-spectrum ADHD kids and their families. And I said, then why aren't we starting yeah. a support group? Because when you talk about that, you light up like a Christmas tree. When you talk about wreaths, making wreaths in your basement, you don't light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> and so I'm working with her yeah. to, to create a support group for parents uh, who have children on high spectrum so they can get the education and the resources that they need from the private of their ho- privacy of their home. So it's kind of been interesting for me that while, you know, I yeah. attract creatives, obviously, um, sometimes create their creative life should, is just a hobby and they need somebody to point gotcha. that out to them because they, they think that, they're, that they can't make something of their day job when that's not true. You can't. Right. Yeah. God, it's so cool. Okay, so um, how are you launching it? Are you doing like a webinar or like a challenge or anything? Or are you just straight no, launching? So I've done, right, so I've done all kinds of different launches. I've done, you know, the 10-day workshop launches. I've done Facebook Live launches. Um, this time around is a little bit different. I'm actually doing an affiliate launch. Um, so I'm asking people who know, like, and trust me, who have worked with me, who I've coached, um, over, you know, over the course of times and, hey, you know, I would really love if you could share what I do. And so we're kind of testing out. Now, affiliate marketing is very new to me. Um, I've never really been a fan of it because I feel like people just do it for money. So I'm being very handpicky mm. of who I pick um, to do it for me because I want to yeah. make sure that there are people that actually know me um, and people that I would have dinner with and that I actually like. 
So I'm trying to sell it marketing. I'll be nice. doing a ton of Facebook lives. Um, but Facebook lives interviewing some of my success stories. I don't like doing Facebook lives and talk about myself cool. for 10 days during a launch. That just doesn't excite me <laughs> at all. It's a, so, that's a, that makes yeah, sense. All. That's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> if somebody lot. wants to find out more information about your launch, where should they uh, where yeah. should they go? Yeah, they can get they can catch me on Facebook and Instagram at the Social Divas, um, and then also to our website is the Social You can go to Pinterest, type in the Social Divas, you find and me there too. Divas with an um, S, pretty right? much anywhere. Yep, divas. Yep, multiple. dot com. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This has been so much fun. I know we just have a couple minutes left. Um, oh man. I'm so excited to see all of this and I am very excited now to start playing with Pinterest and seeing what I can do with that. Thank you so much for coming I'm, and sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. I love being on Oh my gosh. It's too bad we didn't have another hour. We could keep going. So <laughs> I know, right? I feel like we absolutely could. Oh goodness. Um are there like any last things that you feel like I should have asked you about that you'd need to share? No, I mean I think you pretty much like pretty much covered like all the way from the beginning of my you know, my poor roots in Oregon all the way to now <laughs> and uh I uh, no, I it's awesome. all part of the journey and you know, I just want creatives to know that you know, don't let anyone tell you that you can't make something of a creative business because I was told that my entire life. Um, I'm doing pretty well mm. in my creative business. And it just takes some time yeah. for you to think outside the box and to like really like grasp that. Unfortunately creatives are not business business minded at all. So they need somebody like me. But like, you're helping them, them to become business minded. Yes. Yeah. Very much. I so. love that. I mean, oh man, it's so awesome. Um, and you know, it's so funny from when we had chatted the other day. I started watching um, the show Making It with Amy Poehler and yes. Nick Offerman, and so I've been like thinking about creatives and making stuff <laughs> a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, you know goodness. who needs to get on Pinterest is Candy needs to get on Pinterest, by the way. So, um, you she know, does she needs to get, to on, get Pinterest. on Pinterest. I will help her with that. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yes, I will totally. definitely help her with that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and we will see you next week on The Ads Maven. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Pawsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.